0: Hello, and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, April 29th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen. Thank you for joining me on this NFL Draft Thursday for some NBA DFS coverage. It's a six-game slate, and I've been uh, prepping here, uh, doing a little extra research on who's in and who's out. Uh, I had a busy morning at a baseball practice, so I had to delay the recording here a little bit. But the benefit is we got some uh, important news for the slate right after lunchtime. So I will incorporate that into the six-game breakdown and try to help everybody build towards some winning lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, Coach, of course, has the day off today. He'll be back tomorrow. So it's just you and me today. Thanks again for jumping in, and let's get after it here so we can build some winners and uh, watch the watch the winnings pile up while we've got our, our eye on the uh, NFL draft as well. All right, six-game NBA slate. 4 of the 10 teams involved in a 4 of the 12 teams involved in a back to back and we have two totals over 230 and one at 240. How about that? A pretty nice mix on a six game slate. And let's jump into some real injury news here in game 1, Dallas and Detroit. Man, uh they're looking at their, their two their two rosters here. Uh, and it's it's quite a mix on each side. So starting with Dallas, we have right now Luca doubtful, DFS doubtful, and now we have Porzingis probable, Jay Rich probable, Redick probable, Kleba questionable. So the entire starting five is uh, at issue. On the Detroit side, it looks like we're going to have the JV team because Corey Joseph. Plumley, Grant, they've all been ruled out. And then Magruder, Ellington, Dennis Smith Jr., all out. So how is this going to break down? Well, we're not quite sure about the final starting y- lineup for Dallas, of course. But the guys I'm looking at, number one, absolutely Brunson. If uh, Luca's out, Brunson's a great price on both sites. So he is probably going to be a, a core value play for me. Tim Hardaway Jr. is also going to be in the mix for me at 4K on both sites. I think with DFS likely out, he will get a real opportunity. Even if Jay Rich is playing, Hardaway Jr. should be taking a bunch of shots. Uh, Probably won't mess with Porzingis or any of the other bigs. If we have Porzingis and Kleba out there along with Powell and Willie Colley-Stein, then it will be a bit of a rotation that I don't want to mess with. And then Trey Burke is the other wild card here. Uh, He's gotten a good opportunity lately with guys out. He had that great shooting night two games ago, 8 for 14, but then 2 for 13 against Golden State. So he's a little bit hard to trust. uh, And if he's coming off the bench, I probably won't go there. We've got some decent value options later in the slate. On the Detroit side, uh, by the way, Dallas currently favored by 8.5, and and one of the lower totals here, 214.5. In fact, the lowest on the slate because we have 25 and 22 for pace and uh, average defenses, and of course, Detroit's offense is not good. So with Detroit and that JV team, the last time that that crew was out, uh, the key starters, the 10-man rotation they went with was Hayes, Josh Jackson, Bay, Dumboya, and Stewart. Those were the starters. And then the guys who got minutes off the bench, Frank Jackson, Diallo, Sabin Lee, Tyler Cook, and Okafor. Now, the guys I'm going to look at here, Killian Hayes is in play. I think he'll start and get good minutes. He's really cheap. Hasn't shown a really big ceiling lately, but a decent production as a starter. Bay, uh, really volatile. I I don't like playing him because he could give you 12 or 35. Um, So he's not my favorite option here. Stewart, though, I am going to have a lot of exposure to Mr. Stewart. Power forward today on FanDuel, 59, and center, uh, DraftKings, 6,000. I like that you can play him as a power forward on FanDuel. We like to attack Dallas with bigs, and he's just a monster whenever he's getting 30 minutes. So I like Stewart today. And then you could go with one of the Jacksons, Josh, much more expensive than Frank. But those are the guys that do get a ton of shots in games like this. And I do prefer Frank Jackson over Diallo right now, Uh, just the way they've been playing, the way he's been aggressive, the way he's been shooting it. Uh, And I'm not going to mess with any of those other guys, Dumboya, Lee, Cook, or Okafor. So because of the news here, I could come out of here with probably at a minimum Brunson and Stewart and maybe another play, but uh, probably not in most lineups. Probably just those two. And then we continue on because game two is that 240 total. Brooklyn and Indiana, another 7 o'clock tip. Uh, This one's going to be on NBA TV. And it opened with Brooklyn as eight and a half point favorites with that 240 total. We'll see if that changes throughout the day, because the news just came that Kyrie is going to sit this one out. We know that Claxton is still out for Brooklyn. Alize Johnson is available. And then with Indiana, Sabonis and Turner are still out. And once again, Lamb and Goga are questionable. So let's start with Brooklyn here now. We do have a great pace here and an awesome offense. It will be negatively impacted without Kyrie, of course, but we still have Durant out there. And they still have uh, the opponent as Indiana with their solid pace, their 12th, and just average defense. So it's still a good environment without Kyrie, not as good. But I do want significant exposure here. Durant is locked in for me on both sites. He's still way too cheap on DraftKings at 8,500. What a performance in the last game, by the way. He had 45 fantasy points. He only took seven shots from the field. Played 33 minutes. I didn't get to watch that one, so I'm curious what happened. I don't know how they managed to hold him to only seven shot attempts in 33 minutes. He did go to the line for four, four free throws, so there's two more shots there. But if anybody watched that game and they want to share that, uh, great opportunity. Reach out to us on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment there or on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. We love inter- interacting with our listeners, of course. You know that. But uh, I didn't get to see that one, so I'm curious about that piece of news. And I would think that other uh, teams, front offices, coaches would watch that tape and and see if, if the double was that effective, a double team, or, or what exactly they did. Uh, because you you want to limit KD's shots as a as an opponent, he is so efficient as a scorer. But uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to get double-digit shot attempts tonight with Kyrie out in a in an up-tempo game. So I'm I'm ready to lock him in on both sides, even 9300 on FanDuel. Um, I, I, I'm ready to to play him for sure. The rest of the starting lineup for Brooklyn, I think it will include Shamit, Joe Harris, and Jeff Green not sure about the fifth guy. Uh, If Goga starts and is healthy, maybe they go with another big like Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan and they let Shamit run the point. Or maybe they stay a little bit smaller and they come with one of these value guards, Tyler Johnson, the guy who's been there for a while, or Mike James, the new guy on the scene. And both of those guys are really important on this slate because of Kyrie's absence. I think one of them will likely start. Uh, both of them, I think, either way, are going to get probably at least 20 minutes, maybe more. Uh, maybe 24 to 28. And they're both they're both cheap on both sides. Mike James, veteran, uh, only has played three games for Brooklyn. But a couple of games, he's had decent minutes like the last one. 21 minutes, 11 points, and 8 assists. So you could look there as a value option. Um, Jeff Green, I think we need to to talk about as well, because in that last game against Toronto, they started with Durant and Jeff Green at the four and five. And if they can do that, and if they will do that against Toronto, who had Birch and Siakam out there, I think they're going to do the same against Indiana, who could have Brissett and Sampson at the four and the five. So I think, Jeff Green's opportunity is really solid here. He played 37 minutes against Toronto, played really well. And he's still a great price on DraftKings at 4800 A little bit tougher on FanDuel at $6,000. Uh, but I, I am going to still consider him there. On the Indiana side, Brogdon is a guy that I'm really looking at. I uh, just like how he's been playing lately, uh, really aggressive. Uh, Decent price, great game environment, of course. And then the other guys, um, not quite as definitive for me on if I want to get another pacer out there. A couple of them are a lot cheaper on DraftKings. Sumner, uh, our man Brissett, 5,300 on DraftKings, but 68 on FanDuel at a very crowded small forward position today. Uh, including Durant. So Percet is a tough one because he obviously has 40-point upside, even 50, but uh, expensive at small forward today. Sampson, they are really tempting us, aren't they, in the 3K range for a guy who can get good minutes if Goga's out again? But I don't think we need to go there, uh, so I'm planning to fade him today. And that's probably it. Um going to be really interesting to see how the game is impacted without Kyrie, uh, but I think uh, Durant is one of those situations where you just eat the chalk, and you uh, call it a free square, and, and on we go. All right, game three, another good total here, Milwaukee and Houston, 233.5. Milwaukee, the big favorites here, 12.5 on the road. It is a front end for them, also front end for Brooklyn, by the way, I didn't mention that. Uh, so Kyrie maybe he's just resting and he'll he'll come back tomorrow but front end for Milwaukee is very important we know that Budenholzer uh, spent a lot of time in San Antonio he he runs things like pop in many ways and this is one of those situations that to me screams stay away it's front end of a back to back it's Milwaukee against Houston Houston huge favorites Easily could smash them. And, you know, because it's uh, Budenholzer, uh, on a front end, he often plays his starters 27, 28 minutes. And then if it's a blowout, uh, you know, you feel even more strong about the fact that they'll be limited in their minutes. Now, they could smash while they're out there. But I think if everybody plays right now, Giannis and DiVincenzo are listed as probable. If everybody plays, what we do here is we hope that it is a pretty easy win for Milwaukee, and and that's the breakdown they have. 28 minutes for the starters, the backups get about 20. So for me, it's really, if you're going to play anybody, it would be a backup, but I don't think there's a great price or, or clarity on those guys either. Um, Portis, who has had a lot of great uh, outings this year, especially when he starts has been really uh, hampered lately by P.J. Tucker and his minutes. Look at the last game. Portis only played 13 minutes. P.J. Tucker played 26. So I don't want to play Portis unless Giannis is out and Portis is starting. Then I would consider him. We also have Giannis's brother. We've got Connaughton, Forbes. So I'm going to fade Milwaukee unless something changes. I am going to look at Houston, though. We've got the great pace, Milwaukee's third and Houston's fifth. So these teams are going to get up and down. And we have a lot of absences for Houston. We know that Wall is out now for the season. Gordon and Brown are still out, along with D.J. Augustine. And we just got the news that Bradley and House are out. So it's a, it's a much tighter rotation for Houston. And although we have really strong defense from Milwaukee, because of the fast pace and because of the small rotation for Houston, all their key guys are in play for me. Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, Kelly Olynyk, Wood, and then on the bench, K.J. Martin, uh, D.J. Wilson. Perhaps one of those guys will start and be that fifth guy. Then we've got Armani Brooks. Now in that last game, Porter Jr.'s first game back didn't do much. Two for 12 from the field. Disappointing. He's still cheap on Fanduel, though at fifty six hundred. And then the other three guys—they all stepped up. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, really solid. Kelly O'Linnick. How about this guy? Three straight games of over forty five fantasy points. He's now over eight thousand on Fanduel. I think he can retire happy now, having surpassed that mark. That's that's really impressive. Uh, so, what a transition for him to go to go from Miami to Houston. And he's just been awesome, really, uh, taking advantage of of the playing time. But eight thousand, uh, a little too much for me. Six thousand nine hundred, maybe GPP option on DraftKings. Um, not my favorite option. Probably a little more likely to play Wood. He's a, he a little more expensive, uh, mid mid eight thousands. Uh, but you know the the usage is really going to be focused with with those four guys, Porter, Jayshon, Kelly, and Wood. Uh, so I wouldn't mind getting one or two of those guys. Uh, and uh, I think that's where I'll focus. I don't know if I'll go to one of these bench guys. Uh, Armani Brooks had a real dud in that last one, but his minutes were hurt by uh, Avery Bradley, who got 27, and Brooks didn't play well, didn't get many minutes. But I think he'll he'll do better tonight. Uh, And then we'll see about that starting lineup with uh, whether we get Martin or Wilson out there. All right. Halfway through the slate, we have another eight o'clock game now. It's Golden State in Minnesota. Two thirty four total. And the Warriors favored by three and a half. This is an island game for both teams. The news here. We have Damian Lee still out. Ube doubtful. And Bazemore back in. And the Warriors have already announced that Bazemore is going to start, which I think will put Mulder back on the bench. He really mopped up, uh, took advantage of uh, the garbage time in that last game against Dallas. What a game, by the way. Dallas winning by 30. Uh, Man, what a shocker that was. So he took advantage. But I think the starters tonight will be Curry, Bazemore, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney. Uh, let's talk about the lineup here for Minnesota because these two teams have played twice before. Pretty high scoring, nice wins for Golden State, but it was a much different situation because D'Angelo Russell didn't play in those games. Cat didn't play. Beasley was playing, and Anthony Edwards was coming off the bench. So other than that, uh, we're going to get the same matchups tonight. So I I think we kind of throw those out the window. And we, we break down uh, these new rotations. Curry, the way he's been playing, certainly in the mix. Uh, Bazemore, uh, the last time we saw him, eight days ago, you remember what he did? 52 fantasy points against Washington. So at 3,900 on DraftKings, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, to roll him out there again. We know that Bazemore can uh, be quite volatile with his output, but... As a starter, with Damian Lee out and Oubre doubtful, I like Bazemore's minutes here against Minnesota. Great pace game again. Golden State is second. Minnesota's fourth. So that's why we've got these high totals today. So I like Bazemore here on DraftKings. A lot more expensive on FanDuel at 53, and he's one of those guys in that mix at at small forward who might get uh, pushed out. Uh, because of the depth at that position. But you can find a way to get him in your lineup on DraftKings. Wiggins, going up against his former team, uh, he's a, a reasonable option, especially if Oubre's out. Uh, and then Poole, another guy off the bench, you could play a value guard uh, who maybe isn't quite, a, quite as attractive if we get Brunson, some of these other value options to look at. But uh, he's a, a deeper a gpp option for you on the minnesota side uh i don't know if i'll pay up for cat today uh i think i'm more likely to go with uh d'angelo russell he's the guy i'm looking at the most against his former team and he's really settling into about 30 minutes per game now even if even off the bench got 29 minutes in the last game in a back-to-back off the bench so you like the minutes. You love the pace. Uh, you you love the the motivation for him and the way he's been playing. I also like that he's a shooting guard on FanDuel. So he's probably my favorite player from Minnesota today. Anthony Edwards, a little bit pricey. Uh, probably will just miss out because of that price for me. And then how about Wancho Hernan Gomez off the bench? Uh, He's been playing about 18 or 19 minutes a game, but he went wild in that last game, 28 minutes against Houston, scored 22, seven rebounds, still really cheap on DraftKings at 3,300. So you could look there again. Uh, That power forward, let's call it a rotation for Minnesota, has been a little bit inconsistent. Uh, So that's, that's more of a GPP option. You can't lock in over 20 minutes for him. But, you know, if I'm Coach Finch and he's shooting it that well, I I don't know why I wouldn't let him get uh, 20 to 24 minutes. So he's in the mix for me. Uh, definitely a game we'd like to have a little bit of exposure to on a, on a balanced lineup. All right, two games left. These are the 9 o'clock Eastern tips. And if you're new to the program, uh, I should inform you that we... Build full lineups for our members, including the after-hours slate, which is a lot of fun. We've had a lot of success there. So if you want to see how the final lineups pan out tonight and uh, get the full lineups for the main slate and the after-hours slate, jump in with us as a member at dfscoachtalk.com. Once you sign up there, we will send you an email and get you into our Discord. Then we give out the lineups about 20 to 30 minutes before the main slate lock and then we'll right we're right there with you following the news uh, throughout the evening and we post the after hours lineups in the uh about 20 minutes before that lock so that will be tonight at 8:40 eastern and again you uh, sit back and relax watch that NFL draft and let us build the hopefully winning lineups for you and plug those in on on FanDuel and Yahoo and then DraftKings you get the coach's clipboard uh, so that's the story there. Any questions? Reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. All right, what do we have here with New Orleans and OKC? We have a 229 and a half total. New Orleans favored by nine, back to back after that close loss in Denver. They make the journey uh, over to OKC, and we have Stephen Adams questionable again with the infamous toe. The toe heard round the world. Uh, kind of messed with us last night. Was he going to play or not? Then he started. Then he got reaggravated. Hernan Gomez ended up with 24 minutes off the bench. Didn't do a whole lot. Uh, but we're right back in that same situation. Tonight, I'm not looking to play either one of them. Uh, even if Hernan Gomez starts, he could go there. He could certainly pay off value in, in the 4K range. I just don't like the matchup quite as much. So not my first option tonight. Pretty decent game environment, though. We've got number 12 and number seven pace, both bad defenses in the bottom uh, six or seven. And New Orleans obviously can still score it. So, a lot of good variables. Uh, We just sort of need to sort through the prices and and the matchups. So, on the New Orleans side, uh, Ball was terrific last night. A, A nice, healthy triple double. He's in the 6K range, he's an option uh Bledsoe has played a little bit better recently he's in the 4k range uh he's worth considering and then before we even mention Ingram or Zion we got to mention Dort on the other side i mean come on uh we kind of joked about his impact on the slate and on OKC before the last one and then sure enough they go out and they beat Boston on the road with Dort you know right there in the mix now, can he single-handedly defend the entire uh, New Orleans team and and slow them down? He might. He might be able to. So be careful with your exposure on New Orleans. That's all I'm going to say. He is He's tremendous and great defensive versatility. Uh, and so if you add the fact that he's out there defending with the back-to-back, uh, those two things make me a little hesitant uh, to get too excited about the New Orleans guys. But I could still see one of them being a one-off who would get in there. Zion, probably my least favorite tonight because he's so expensive. Um, if I had to pick one, probably Lonzo. But, man, Bledsoe, what a, what a cheap option there you could go to. Um, wouldn't be shocked, though, if I end up fading these guys just because uh, the, the way that the roster is coming together, I like some of the guys in the other games a little bit better. Now, how about this OKC side? We have Muscala still out, Josh Hall available, and then Gabriel Deck is available to make his debut. Uh, he's the player they signed from Argentina, then he was in the League, And I watched some highlights of him today. He's listed at 6'6". I will describe him as a skilled perimeter player who can facilitate the offense, uh, doesn't have tremendous athleticism. You know, he's got the the moves to uh, drive to the basket, but he's not explosive. Uh, but he also seems to have a decent stroke, 41% on his three-pointers. Minimum price on both sites. Interesting that he's a power forward on DraftKings, small forward on FanDuel. We don't know yet uh, if he'll definitely be playing or how many minutes he'll get. But the fact that he's available, it really does throw a wrench into this rotation. Uh, He could take a couple minutes away from guys like uh, Dorton, uh, you know, Baisley, Pokushevsky, Uh, maybe not take minutes away from, from Dort. I mean, I think they're going to play Dort however many minutes they want. Uh, But he's, he's in the mix potentially and probably more likely to impact Ty Jerome or Svee McCaluk, who've been those two scorers off the bench, facilitating the offense. Ty Jerome lately has done a little bit more than Svee. The usage has been there. So before the deck news, I was looking at Ty Jerome as a potential value play. But now with deck possibly playing, uh, it really complicates the entire situation for me. So... I am hesitant to play anybody on OKC other than Dort. Uh, you know, even Baisley, he could get impacted a little bit because uh, we've got Pokusevski and Roby there to get minutes. So for me, right now, it's it's Dort or Pass on the OKC side. All right, final game of the night: Toronto and Denver, 221 total. Denver favored by three. It's a back-to-back, of course, for Denver, Island game for Toronto, and we just got some news there. We knew that Trent and Watson were out, and now we learn that Fred Van Vliet is out. So, uh, Mr. Lowry looking pretty good at a good price, $6,400 on FanDuel, really cheap for him without Van Vliet, uh... Looking at the rest of the starting lineup, we've got OG, Siakam, Birch. Birch is in play for me, a mid-tier center option. And then we'll see about that final starting spot. Uh, Another guy to look at here is Malachi Flynn. Don't know if he'll start, but even if he doesn't, then I really like his minutes without Van Vliet. I think he could push for 30. So he's another value option to consider. Don't know if I'll get uh, maybe two of these Raptors with the shorter rotation and the good prices. I uh, don't know if I would get to three on the main slate, but I could easily go with Lowry and Birch, and then with Denver, uh, I got to mention Jokic last night and the block. What a play against Zion to steal that victory! and and to me it was a block on zion but it was also a block on the rest of the mvp candidates i mean i think if it wasn't over already you got to give it to him now uh just another tremendous play the guy plays every single night uh, gives you a triple double almost every night just phenomenal and he just keeps finding new ways to to make highlights so uh we got to give him that award and then compazo how about his performance last night, 19-6-10, played big minutes. Uh, it is a back-to-back. Uh, he's going to deal with the, the veteran tough defender, Lowry. So I'm not ready to to lock him in uh, again here on the back-to-back. Uh, I think at this point in that price range for the guards, I'd rather pay for Brunson if he starts and, and Luca's out. But on that uh, after-hour slate, Compazo will certainly be in the mix. And then uh, Jokic always in play. Uh, don't know if I'm too fired up about the rest of the starters, though. I think Michael Porter Jr., who's been playing really well, is going to have to deal with OG Ananobi, who's a real strong defender and can give him trouble. Uh, Dozier's shots have been down a little bit here the last couple games as a starter as his price has gone up. And we know that Gordon is just not you know, a central figure on the offense right now so I don't I don't really want to go there. Uh on the bench Millsap was solid last night and Jamaico Green with a DNP CD but I don't want to trust that situation on the main slate either. Uh who knows maybe they they rest Millsap tonight and give Jermichael Green those minutes. So that's a situation to avoid. And then Austin Rivers Got big minutes, but didn't do much, and showed once again. Well, he's a very volatile option, where whichever team he's on, but uh, he is getting those minutes, so uh, something to keep an eye on. All right, that completes the summary of the six games. Hope that benefited uh, your builds, and uh, definitely invite you to stay with us throughout the day on Twitter. You can find me at Language Olympic. You can also find the coach at J O E S A R V A D I. And again, jump in with us as a member. If you haven't yet, uh, grab our our full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, Coach's Clipboard on DraftKings for the main slate and the after-hours slate. And then on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We'd certainly appreciate that. And then give us a thumbs up uh, wherever you're listening, if you don't mind. And we're going to continue to roll with seven days a week on this podcast in front of the paywall. That's what we love doing here. We're passionate about the NBA. But uh, as a reminder, again, if you're new to the show and you grab one of those memberships, you're going to get access to all of our sports, baseball every day, ba- uh, basketball every day, of course, and then golf uh, every Wednesday for the main slate and every Friday for the weekend action. So that will complete the show for today. On behalf of the DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen. Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see you again tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.